You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Thank you for listening to the very first alignment report of 2023. This is all about January. I'm going to get into what was most aligned for me and my business, Clear Quartz Creative, talking also about what wasn't so aligned and my most meaningful actions that really helped me to move the needle forward in January. Going into alignment. First, I kept my promise to myself on some of my goals, such as recording and posting this alignment report on time. I'm not on track for all of my goals. Actually, I'm kind of off track on a lot of them, but it does feel good to be actually recording this episode on the actual last day of January, prepping it, editing it out to go to you right at the end of this month, exactly as it's supposed to be. I find it has a different energy when it's actually done on time compared to when I'm putting it out late. And this is a promise that I'm determined not to break this month, this year rather. And I do want to thank you for listening to these alignment reports because you definitely contribute your own energy to that exchange. Also aligned this month is that I'm using the big three method. I'm continuing this practice this month. I learned it last month, I believe, from Steph Crowder, putting the link in the show notes. Instead of endless to-do lists, I do this instead. At the beginning of every week, I brainstorm a long list of things that I could potentially get done, and then I narrow it down to my top three items. The whole concept is that even if your week gets away from you, you still make space for these three things. Just a new way of prioritizing. So I've been doing that this month, and I'm finding that it's really working out well. I did give myself some leeway on my away weeks, which I'm about to talk about. Beyond that, I am enjoying this new way of framing my responsibilities and my time. I had lots of travel and sunshine and away time this month. It was just what I needed. I had more time to just be aware of what I've been feeling, what I've been experiencing. And I did that while we were traveling to Mexico on a family trip and then also to New Orleans and to Houston on a couple's trip. Burnout is not one of my usual words, but when I had time this month to just be and I didn't feel that usual pull to do, I realized that 2020 to 2022 me was definitely struggling a bit. And this month of away time showed me that much more clearly. This, I think, is the longest that I've taken off consecutively in a long time. So the first trip to Mexico, it felt like the tail end of that struggle era. On that trip, I spent time watching the sunrise every morning on the ocean, and I just let my brain do its thing while I watched and meditated. Beyond that, I just did lots of hydrating with water and little overdoing it with food and margaritas, really. I played volleyball with the kids in the pool. We jumped the waves. I spent a lot of time reading books in the pool loungers uh, because the pools all had these beautiful ceramic loungers that I lived in all week. Most of this trip was together time because we were a big family group of 16. So we 
lingered over breakfasts and dinners. We walked to the beach. We played games. I felt like this time just gave me some space to reflect and to close the chapter on a little bit of stress. And then the trip to New Orleans felt like the lifting of the fog and a real sense of new beginnings. On this trip, I had a lot of solo time and a little bit of connecting time too. We stayed in a really beautiful hotel. I got to wander around and just look at beautiful architecture in the lower garden district, uh, which was beautiful. Where I live, it's fairly suburban. It's almost always freezing and there's a lot of sameness. And so I soaked up all of the unique characteristics of each home on each block. Colorful homes, so many different types of trees, uh, decorations for carnival, prepping for Mardi Gras. Wandered into little vintage and consignment shops. Consign, consign and magpie vintage were a few of my favorites. I tried out some local coffee shops. High Volt and French Truck Coffee were the ones I liked the best. I also visited a few local bookstores, Octavia Books and the Garden District Bookshop. Oh, and Faulkner Books in the French Quarter. We did a group walking tour. We saw the New Orleans Jazz Museum, visited the historical New Orleans collection, played some mini golf at City Park. And of course, we stood in line in the rain for beignets and cafe au lait. I found New Orleans very creative, very inspiring. After just a little bit of exploring, I sat down to outline some of a future issue of Facet and I found the idea is just poured out of me. So I really appreciated this trip and this creative time. I should mention I did a ton of pre-research for this trip, which helped me to just really enjoy it while I was there and not have to look up a ton of things. And I made myself a custom proxy map. So proxy, they call themselves the Canva of maps. I met the owners at a networking group that I used to be part of. It's very handy for travel. You get to create your own points on the map and then you can color code them and categorize them and all of that. It was very, very handy. I had that tab constantly open on my phone throughout it. If you think that you might visit New Orleans ever and you want the link to that, um, I'm happy to share that with you. You can send me a DM at Clear Quotes Creative on Instagram. I'll also put the link to Proxy itself in the show notes. They're a small female-owned business that I just love to support. So all in all, this second trip was very fun, very creative, and was kind of rejuvenating. Um, it was a nice, it was a nice fresh beginning. Also aligned on the work front, action calls are still super popular right now, which is fun. I have had lots of these booked recently and, and people reaching out to see if I still offer them. And the answer is yes. Action calls are super simple, super straightforward, fun way to work with me. Essentially, you book an hour of my time and then we take massive action on whatever you need for your business, like your website, your social, tech, copy, mindset, whatever. And if you want to be sure, sure that I can help you before you book yours, we can chat that out too. Message me and I'll confirm for you what it is that you want to work on. Action calls can be purchased one at a time or or you can save on a bundle of three and all of that's at clearquartzcreative.co. And lastly, my one little word is now for 2023. As I said, with the New Orleans trip, I'm really starting to sense that energy picking up and it feels really, really good. If you are doing a one little word, do tell me about it. I love chatting about one little words. I shared a picture of my ring for this year on social and it did start a lot of conversations that have been really fun. I always get a ring made. Uh, it's imprinted with my word on the outside and then the year on the inside. Just helps me to keep the word visible and make the whole concept of it more present in my life. Next, heading into the not aligned. One thing is that I did have intentions of working 
about an hour a day on Facet while I was in Mexico. My plan was to start creating the next issue. I meant to do that because Sunshine Me is most creative me and I figured that I would have a lot of creativity on that trip, but it turned out that what I needed most of that time was just my eyes glazing over at the ocean and listening to audiobooks. And so I decided to lean into that. I was able to make this choice because it doesn't actually set me back in terms of my publishing schedule to not work through that vacation. It just sets me back in terms of promotion and marketing. It means that I'm not going to be able to fit in a dedicated photo shoot for this issue because I'm not going to go for my original deadline. So in the end, this non-alignment of work while traveling, it's a decision that I stand by. I feel good about it. The other trip was more the creative one. And so that actually worked out just fine. Another point of non-alignment was in between both trips, I had a whole week of sickness. That time was really supposed to be head down, focused, getting ahead on business things. But all I really got ahead on was sleep and barely keeping up with seven loads of laundry. I really hate getting derailed like that. Very much gets to me. And I have a tendency to let things pile up that realistically make my life harder. So the challenge for me when I get sick is letting myself do just the basics of what needs doing, but also not drop too many balls while that's happening. Plus letting myself rest, which I'm not good at either. <laughs> I'm definitely saying this is still an area of growth for me. One thing I learned is that I should have put an autoresponder on right away. I feel like that would have saved me some grief the following week. And then again, with not aligned, I somewhat intentionally, somewhat unintentionally, I just let my daily habits drop this month. I didn't walk daily. I didn't meditate daily. I didn't use my sad light daily. I went a whole month without journaling. And so the focus for me for February is getting back into that and not beating myself up for the time off. I actually wish I'd made the conscious decision looking at my calendar, knowing how much was happening in January to relax on that. Because what I did instead was I still made space for them on each day in my goals day planner. And so now all of those items are not crossed off, which is a bit irritating. I guess like the end result is the same. Like I didn't do my daily practices, but I think my feeling around it would have been different. And that's just speaks to the power of intention and conscious decision making. It's a slight tweak, but it's profound. So let's all take that lesson into the next month and make choices about the things that we want ahead of time instead of just allowing them to kind of make themselves by default. Most meaningful this month, in January, I ran the first group call for Facet subscribers. This unfortunately was during the week of my being sick. That call was the one thing that I found energy for that day. Totally worth it because it was so much fun. The first call for every issue is always going to be a planning and implementation call. So on that call, I guided subscribers through a meditation. We did some visualization and we also did some journaling all on the issues theme, which is social proof. So getting reviews and testimonials. We also spent time slotting time into their actual calendars, whether that's a print calendar or a paper calendar over the next few months. So that way they know when they're actually going to sit down with their print issue and put in some of the work. And then we started with a quick win, actually completing one of the exercises from the book during that first group call. I've learned that facet subscribers are the type to buy a notebook and then feel like oh, it's too pretty I can't write in it but I know that you're not getting the full value of facet if you aren't doing the exercises so in call one for each issue I help you get past that and we put the first bit of writing in the actual book because of course accountability is everything the next subscriber call is coming up in just over a week that one's going to be the actual advice call for simple social proof and that's because figuring out how to apply information to your individual social proof situation 
can be hard. And that's why call two is all about you. So subscribers will be able to bring their print copy of Facet to the virtual call and we'll spend our time hot seat coaching so that you can keep moving forward and you have all of your questions answered. There is still time to subscribe and get your copy before the next call. That's at clearcourtscreative.co slash facet. If you order before February 9th, you can come to the actual advice call. You can join us. By the end of that call, you're going to have cleared away lingering questions and all of the roadblocks around social proof. And I expect that you'll feel some clarity, a big feeling of accomplishment, and a lot of renewed focus. Another meaningful action is that at the beginning of the month, I did a podcast sprint and I got everything up to date on the show for December. A little bit late, but better than not publishing at all. I definitely need more days like that. So I'm making note of the fact that sprints right now are working better for me rather than trying to do things one at a time every week. And that's all for January. It's your turn now to reflect on the month that January was for you and for your business. Take some time to think what were your wins? What were your points of alignment? What went well? And then of course, what went not so well? Where were you misaligned that you can learn from as you move forward into the second month of the year? And lastly, which are your most meaningful actions? The ones that you are most proud of? Thank you for listening and thank you for aligning with me. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.